This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. Hey, it's Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. All right, so everybody's living their lives, right? You're living your life. But the question I would ask is, are you living your life on purpose? What's up, podcast peeps? Randy here, and I want to explore something that I think is very intriguing. It's the philosophy that I use to live a life of prosperity. And that's a life of curation. And I know this... I'm not sure it's the 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 technical technically correct way to apply that word but I just it speaks to me. I feel like my philosophy is I'm curating my life. And so a curator of a museum or a curator of an art gallery they select you, know, you can curate articles, you can curate books, right? So you select things and then you organize them and categorize them and so that's what curation is about so maybe it's not technically the 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 correct term it but it is the one that speaks to me i feel like if you want to live a life on purpose you have to mindfully curate your life and so that's what i want to explore in this uh this is another one of those bonus podcast episodes that I've put out just for you guys who subscribe to the podcast. Um, So let's look at that. I would like to look at curating your mindset, curating your continuing education, curating your experiences, curating your wellness or health, and curating your beliefs. So beliefs we talk about often here, right? They're the foundational element that so much of your life is built on because your beliefs influence the people you have in your life, the projects that you attempt, the vision that you create for yourself, the daily habits that come out of your vision. The the beliefs are are instrumental in so many things, right? So to me, when when I think about curating my beliefs, I always go back to critical thinking and using discernment and questioning the premise, which is three things that we talk about a lot in this podcast together, right? But I think that's really important. If I look at the news right now, And I don't know how this is playing for you guys in Austria and Finland and Sweden and Mexico and Czech Republic. But there's two kind of big stories in the media right now here in the U.S. And one is this uh, situation with Jeff Bezos and 
AMI, American Media Group, which is which was like extorting him. Uh, they were going to release his salacious photos if he didn't make a statement about them and stop investigating their ties to Saudi money and the Trump campaign and all of that. So I see the latest memes on that seem to be in the last 24 or 48 hours is, uh, well, isn't this sweet? Here we have Bezos who owns Amazon, which is probably collects more data about everyone in the world than maybe any other entity, right? Uh, I can guarantee you Amazon knows more about me than my mother does, right? And they know more about you than your mother does, right? So, because they know everything about you. They know your sexual orientation. They know your political affiliation. They know what kind of cereal you eat. They know when you exercise or don't exercise. I mean, they know everything, right? So, the big meme going around right now is, well, isn't this ironic? Here's the guy who's done more for to destroy privacy and now he's complaining about his privacy being violated. Um, so that's just the kind of snarky meme that goes viral in today. But if you question the premise, I would say, yes, I agree. Amazon uh, probably has done more to uh, violate privacy, knowingly and unknowingly, right? There's, because the truth is, most people have, have have gladly, willingly given up their privacy to Amazon and Google and all of these uh, other places because we want the ease of service, the ease of one-click ordering and uh, getting the right ads fed to us and uh, being able to just do things without friction. So, But I don't think most people recognize just how insidious the the supervision of their life is and the, the, the data that is known on them. But that's a red herring. That's conflating two things. The truth is, Bezos is not, uh, it isn't a thing about protecting his privacy. This is a case of somebody trying to attempt extortion on him to silence a newspaper that he owns, right? So I don't fall prey to that very... Um, you know the 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 belief that would be so prevalent now because it people loved and it also plays into the whole thing of hey let's catch the billionaire at something and of course that's just poverty consciousness. The other thing that I see going on is we have a uh, fresh see how 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 sexist it is. She's called a freshman congresswoman um, because it's her first term. Um, but anyway, her name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she was she knocked out a long-term incumbent in New York, and now she's a first-term uh, representative in our House of Representatives here in the United States. And she's uh, the Socialist uh, Democrat Party, or whatever Bernie Williams is. So she's basically live-streaming her whole... Um, her campaign and her new job and she's like a social media sensation and of course she's a young inexperienced uh, congressperson who doesn't know much about how the government works and so she's making 
statement. She talked about the three branches of government and she didn't understand what they actually were. And so I see the current memes on that are, hey, let's look at how dumb this socialist is. And again, it's a perfect meme, fits a perfect narrative, fits our whole snarky, gossipy, social media uh, kind of society. But I'm looking at the core foundational beliefs. And I say, you know what? I think Bernie Sanders is nuts. I think Alexandra is nuts. And I don't buy into socialism because I have been to too many socialist countries. I've seen the evidence that, uh, and I think it was... Uh, uh, Margaret Thatcher, who said, that's the problem with socialists. They always run out of other people's money. Anyway, I hope that was her. I'm giving her credit for that. Um, but there are some things that I think we need to question our beliefs on, like a, uh, a universal income. And the fact is the, the disparity between the wealthiest people in our society and the poorest people of our society... Um, there's some real issues there that need to be addressed. Uh, issues about taxation and uh, distribution. And, but I don't think socialism is the answer. But I also know that I think it's really good that uh, Ocasio-Cortez is raising these, this debate and getting people to think about their core foundational beliefs. So for me, this is just part of my process of curating my beliefs. I'm, I lean libertarian. So the whole idea of socialism is like, you know, heresy to me. But curating my beliefs is, hey, you know, I need to look at that and see, is there, are there are applicable things here that we should be thinking about? I curate my health. And that's really important for me because I have a, 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 a compromised immune system. So I, I uh, if you look, uh, I have a guy commenting on my YouTube show, Randy, I think you smoke too much. <laughs> like, I haven't smoked for 25 years, you know. What's he basing that on? I think he's basing it on because I'm always coughing all the time and fighting uh, congestion and sinus infections and stuff. That's a... You know, that's a, 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 a offshoot of being HIV positive and having a compromised immune system. So I have to curate my health. That's my diet of what do I eat and drink, my exercise program. And I would ask, are you curating your health? You know, are you mindful of your diet? Are you mindful of your exercise? Are you mindful of your your sport or your passion? Do you love to play tennis and you work that in? Or do you, you know, like to take long walks? Or do you like to do cardio? And, you know, are you curating your health or are you letting your health happen due to outside factors that you're not thinking about? Curating your continuing education. This is the passion for me. Uh, I said uh, on one of these, I, I love Twitter. Twitter is just my favorite platform in the world because it allows me to curate my continuing education by the people that I follow. So I follow some amazing political minds. I follow some amazing scientific minds. I uh, ex follow some amazing 
philosophical minds um, and intriguing musicians and poets and writers. And um, so it really um, allows me to curate an amazing diet of stimulation and education and entertainment and intriguing thoughts um, in my daily Twitter feed. Uh, I think it's also important if you want to really curate your continuing education, you need structured learning. Because uh, if we just study the things that we like, right? If uh, you have an interest in uh, pianos and making homemade jam and gardening and right so you can curate learning on that but then you need structured learning where you don't get to just pick out the things that are fun because with structured learning it makes you do the hard thinking the critical thinking that you wouldn't normally do so I'm always I'm picking two or three seminars and workshops or courses or online courses that I take every year because I'm looking for that structured learning as I'm curating my continuing education. Uh, curating experiences, I think this is a big part of prosperity, living a, a, a life where you really manifest prosperity and abundance. Uh, and that's setting up the vacations that you take. Uh, but it's more than that. It, you know, it's about creating memories, right? And setting up uh, the situations that, that create those amazing memories that make life so prosperous with the people that you love in your life. Uh, some other things I do for me, it's, it, it's about curating daily joy. You guys know I get fresh flowers delivered every week. And I always, a couple of times a week, I literally stop and smell the flowers. I just, I don't want to take them for granted. So I have in my living room, I have in my media room, I have on my kitchen table, and I have in my bedroom. I get four floral arrangements delivered every week. And invariably a few times a week I just stop and really look like right in front of me now is this beautiful arrangement with red roses and green like lily kind of things some gorgeous yellow flowers that have red spots on them and then this really cool green uh, I don't know what like a jungle thing I mean it's gorgeous but it's easy to you know walk by it 50 times a day but I always make sure, sometimes I just notice it. Sometimes I just smell it, right? Uh, same thing with sunsets and sunrises. At least a few times a week, I schedule the sunrise or the sunset and just take a few minutes and watch it. That's curating your experiences. When I went on my sabbatical, that was a, a huge step in terms of curating my experiences. Um, so think about stuff like that. What are you doing to curate experiences in your life? And then the big one, of course, because again, this is like beliefs. This is one of those foundational things that, that affect every area of your life. And that's curating your mindset. 
uh, you're, so this will come out Wednesday tomorrow. So today, Tuesday, I have a blog about uh, kind of our genetic disposition to be pessimistic or optimistic. And about 50% of that comes from your genes. And then about 50% of it you get to create. So uh, if you didn't see that blog yesterday, go to randygage.com and click on that. And um, it's called, uh, I think the title was Optimism, Pessimism, and Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> uh, and I just talked about some things you could do to change your mindset. If you're one of those people that's genetically predisposed to uh, pessimism or depression, what are some things you could do that change your mindset? So for me, how do I curate my mindset? It's who I follow on social media, right? Not just Twitter, but the other ones. It's the podcast you subscribe to. It's the blogs you read. It's the books you read. And of course, a huge element of this is the people that you choose to spend time with. So those are just some things that I think about, that I'm mindful about in terms of how I curate my life. And I challenge you to spend some time thinking about how you curate your life. So you know the drill. If you aren't a subscriber, please subscribe. If you're on, and give us a rating on uh, on iTunes and uh, give me a shout out on Twitter. Questions, comments, topics you'd like to see addressed. I love to hear from you guys. And please tell other people about the Power Prosperity Podcast. Okay, guys, go out and have an amazing day. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.